Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better parts, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Doing versus being. This is an age-old human problem. And we've probably heard this gospel before, Martha and Mary. We've probably been categorized into one of the two. I'm just curious, how many of you feel like you're a Martha? Seven. Seven feel like a Martha. Okay. So the rest of you are Marys, which means we can have like all sorts of good prayer time and contemplation. And Uh-huh. Okay. How many of you are like, I don't know what he's asking me right now? Fair enough, fair enough. I accept that. Yeah, so Martha and Mary, this doing versus being. It's important to see that it's actually not uh, a battle so much of this one's better than the other, even though Jesus says one's better than the other, because we need both. We, we need people to do. We need people to go out and evangelize. We need people to provide mission. We need people to serve the poor and the needy. We need to do things, yes. But it's also important, if not more important, to be with the Lord before we do those things. It's important to be with the Lord, to be, to be filled by Him, to be fed by Him, to be nourished by Him, to be satisfied by Him before we go and do the things to give Him away. And so it, it develops another question which we need to consider for ourselves. How are we filled? What fills us up in life? Is it food? Is it exercise? Is it work? Is it socialization with people? I mean, what is it that fills us? Are they healthy ways of being filled? Are they possibly unhealthy ways of being filled? And where in there am I incorporating God? Does my mind go to this thought of, I actually need Jesus right now. I need God in this moment. Or is it more like, you know, you're, you're at home, you're doing some stuff, you turn to the Lord like, Lord, just tell my children to do something. I'm like, we think that the Lord's going to resolve those problems, but until we witness and model by another, we're just stuck in this productivity world. Mary... She does something really beautiful for us today. She models what it means to just say yes and to just be, to just rest with the Lord, which is probably something we can all have more time spending and doing. We could all rest more with the Lord. When it comes to that for us in this modern age, spending time with the Lord is not just showing up to Mass on Sundays. Like, that's an obligation, yes. But it's spending time with him outside of that. It's, it's coming to the church. It's, it's talking to him in scripture. It's conversing with other people about him. 
It's seeing the graces of God working in our everyday lives. It's how God is working through that person at the supermarket, that person in traffic, that person, you know, wherever we go. It's seeing God's movement in those situations, which when we're constantly doing, we miss. Because it's like, I have a task to complete and I have to be on my way. Whereas when I be, I just, I just watch. So the idea would be like, you know, all of us would come into here to church, we'd sit down in the pew, and we would just look at the Lord. And that should be what satisfies us. You know, there's a lot of room in the front, by the way. <laughs> I also understand people have their particular spots. I'm not going to try to make you move out of your spots. And some people are more comfortable in the back. I get all those things. But if you ever want to come to the front, I got spots for you. So you're welcome. So this doing and being, okay. So we, we are called to do, as St. Bernard's as a community, we're called to do, but we're also called to be. And I want to teach a way for us to be. I'm just curious, how many of you have ever heard of the term Lexio Divina? Okay, that's pretty pot. That's, that's good. That's a handful. It's just a fancy Latin phrase to mean divine reading. So if you hear Lexio Divina, you hear divine reading, basically you can summarize it as reading scripture. Okay. How many of you have practiced reading scripture in, in any form, shape, or way? Like, yeah, I've, I've, bro- I've opened a Bible, I've looked at the words, I've said the words on the page. Okay, a good handful, even better. There's a very simple way to do this. It's broken down into four steps. These steps are not like, I'm moving from step one to step two. It's not quite like that. Um, and again, the fancy words, so if you hear this somewhere else, you might hear the words uh, lexio, which means to read, or meditatio, reflect, uh, oratio, responding, speaking, and then contemplatio, remaining. So lexio, meditatio, oratio, contemplatio. Again, don't worry about that. It's I'm reading scripture, I'm reading the words, I'm reflecting on what I've just read, I'm responding to God in what I've just heard, and then I'm remaining with him. So four very basic steps. And oftentimes, I actually use this gospel to teach people Lexio Divina. It's four verses, right? And so when you read through it, you read through it one time just to get familiar. You read through it and you say, what stands out to you? Maybe Martha running around stands out to you. Or maybe Mary sitting still stands out to you. Or maybe Jesus' response stands out to you. Whatever stands out to you, you hold on to that. You throw away everything else. And then you say, God, what are you trying to tell me in this? What are you... Are you telling me that I'm a busybody because I respond to the Martha thing? Are you telling me that I, I want more contemplation because I'm hearing something from Mary? Like, you, sp- you speak to God. What are, you, what are you saying in this? And then the last, and that's probably the hardest part is, is responding to the Lord. And then the last one is just remain. Just, just sit and rest. And I know as Americans, we're not fond of doing that. But just to sit and rest is actually what's necessary. And Jesus shows us it's the better part right now. How many of us have ever felt just like depleted, like just empty, like I've got nothing left to give? One brave soul in the back, good, thank you. And sometimes like that depletion, like we think like, okay, if I just go and rest a little bit, that'll be better, but sometimes like a good nap doesn't, doesn't quite cut it. I know this because I despise naps. Naps and I do not get along for whatever reason. But where I find rejuvenation is when I'm able to take time, even in the midst of a busy day, a busy week, whatever, and, and just be in the front 
in the presence of Jesus. So this coming week, I'm, I'm so grateful that I get to, to go to the Catholic Youth Summer Camp that's in Ohio, that many of our, our students of the diocese are going to be going to. And the first year I went, the first summer I went was in the midst of COVID, and they weren't sure they were going to be able to have camp. And so they were able to, to have, a, instead of 500 students, about maybe 300 students there. And myself and Father Thomas Zare from St. Mary's in Huntington, we're the only two priests there for the week with these kids. Yeah, it was amazing because, like, here we are thinking, like, all right, we're going to celebrate Mass, we're going to hear confessions, all this, and, like, we just poured everything out. Like, it was exhausting. I got shot with paintballs. They loved it. It was great. Yeah. Um, But I came back from that so rejuvenated because all that time, even though it was being poured out, was being equally poured in by the Lord. And the theme, actually, for, for camp this summer is Fonzat Coleman, which means source and summit. It's talking about the Eucharist, the Eucharist being our source and our summit. And if you think about that in regards to the, the gospel today, Jesus, who is the source and summit because he gives us his body in the Eucharist, body and blood, soul and divinity. Martha believes this. She calls him Lord. She knows him to be important, to be the Messiah. But Mary understands it because she wants to just be in his presence. So our task, our spiritual challenge, is to take this Lexio uh, teaching and to do it throughout the week. Use the gospel you've just heard or use the gospel of the coming week. I always think the gospels are the easiest place to start because it doesn't make you like, look too far to find some scripture. Read it, identify a word or a phrase, talk to God about it, and then sit with him. I think it's most beautifully done in a church before a tabernacle where we know Jesus is present. But you can do this anywhere. That's the, that's the gift of Lexio. And so I just encourage all of us to, to dive into the Word so that by diving into the Word, we come to understand better who Jesus is so we can just be with Him. To know that we're not defined by our productivity, by what we do, but we're defined by our existence, sons and daughters. And that the Lord just wants you to be with Him this day.